Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. Alrighty, everybody, everybody, everybody. Hello. God bless you. Welcome. Welcome to CBiz Media. This is Irene. And we have a great guest on the line with us. We have Sylvia L. Daniels, the author of Love Conversations. Hi, Sylvia. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. And first, before I do that, I want to tell you thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about Love Conversations. I love having the opportunity to do so every chance I get. So thank you so much for the uh, opportunity to be able to talk to you in the audience. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, let's see. It's always fun to unpack myself. Uh, I am, first and foremost, I am a Christian and a believer in Jesus Christ. That is, He is my Lord and Savior. And, um, you know, I try very hard to operate my life. Uh, in faith, in Christ. Um, I am a mother of three amazing children, a son and two daughters, and I am recently remarried, and so now I am Sylvia L. Daniels Ray, and married to an amazing man. Um, We've been married actually for about nine months now. Oh, congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. He is a yeah, he's a blessing, and yeah, I'll have to say, we'll get into conversation later, but I'm telling you, for anybody who is wondering, you know, is there life after divorce, I'm here to tell you that there is life after divorce, and guess what, it can be absolutely amazing if you approach it the right way. And then um, on the corporate side, aside from being an, an author, uh, a publisher, I am also a certified diversity professional, and so my... Um, what that means is I work with small businesses and um, really look at different ways that we can approach uh, business in the corporate world. And uh, that's a little bit about me. Okay, great. So is Love Conversations, are there any other books that you've written or you're thinking about writing some more books? Or Tell us about being an author. Uh-huh. So, Love Conversations is my first book, um, but it's not my only book. I'm already thinking about what I want to write next. Uh, I think it'll still be along the lines of relationships um, because I think that that's an area that if we master that first, we'd be able to build everything else off of that. I'm working on my second book. I think I'm going to focus on... Um, the second marriage or, you know, the next marriage um, and, and God's heart about that and how to approach that the right way. Um, some tips wow. around second marriages. I think that's what's next. And then I'm also, as a publisher, I'm working with others to bring their works out. And I'm really excited about some of the authors I'll be working with very soon. And that works. That's what's up for me. Okay, very cool. So when you wrote, wrote Love Conversations, like, what inspired you to write this book? Um, what inspired me 
Well, I was married. I was married before. I was married for 24 years, and 24 years in a really hard relationship. And I grew up in that relationship. I got married at 19 years old. That kind of tells you how old I am, but <laughs> um, in that relationship, I, I just really dealt with a lot of hard things, a lot of verbal abuse, a lot of misconceptions, a lot of self-deception, just a lot of things. And and honestly, I didn't really understand what a healthy relationship looked like. A lot of my, my thoughts about what really makes a marriage were religious and, and just unfounded, unbiblical, but very religious. Um, and I was just really confused. And so I started to write love conversations because I started to ask a lot of questions. I wanted to know, you know, what do men really think about relationships? And, you know, is this true? What's the right way to approach things? And so I started asking people questions and, and was surprised because they had a lot of questions of me too. And so I started to write the book because I wanted to be able to give people answers to things. I, I'm gonna be real honest with you. When I would ask people in, lo- in my local church at the time, you know, what were they dealing with in their relationship? I got a lot of really religious, mask on kind of answers. Like, oh, praise the Lord, that never happened to me. <laughs> you know, I never dealt with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as time went on, I saw their marriages fall apart. Stuff came out uh, that they were really dealing with. And, and it was so disheartening because, to be honest, I felt like if, if they would have talked about it with somebody, they could have gotten, you know, gotten healed. And yes. not only that, it could help somebody else, right? Yes, that's awesome that you that you wrote this book so we can just kind of all open up about some of these things that we don't talk about in general and especially in the church. Um, some of the uh, chapters, why are you dating? Happy single life is the foundation for a good marriage. Why I want to get married. Can you be a Christian and be sexy? And you had a quote that went along with that. Do you remember it? Yeah, that moment when you walk yeah. into a room and, and light up my world. There yeah. you go. There it is. <laughs> yeah, that goes with that chapter. Um, will you love me when? With the question mark. Um, work after the vows. Toxic marriages and divorces. Life after divorce. Let's talk about sex. It's just a lot of some of everything in there for for whatever area you might be in in your life is when it comes to relationships and that's just a few of the um chapter titles there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um Absolutely. so that was basically your main motivation for the book like things are going on in your own life and then trying to get answers for others so that's awesome and what you were um talking about how you were talking with some other people and putting their thoughts in the book that was like one of my favorite parts of the book because it just kind of opens the doors to what everybody's thinking because it's not just from your perspective but it's just like a mix of you know different age groups just people in different relationship situations just kind of sharing their thoughts and feelings on things so I think a lot of people will be able to connect with this book thank you and, and that is my hope and desire 
things I like is that you quoted a lot of love songs some popular artists that we all know and you know uh, it's just a lot of people can relate with that even though is this book do you say it's more toward a Christian audience like who should be reading this and who is your audience <laughs> yeah I, I uh, so as you probably can tell my mindset is to be relevant right and um and to, to me, I think that any person can read it, in particular a Christian. The reason why I say it is because a real Christian life is you love God, you love you know His His desire for you, you want to do what's right, and all those things. And yet, you like music, you 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 deal with life, all those things. So I wanted to make sure the book mirrored actual life. Yes. I think the book is for for men and women. And I certainly targeted all the age groups uh, in this book. So you have perspectives of young people, people that marry, single, dating, divorced, hurting, all of that there. So I think the book's for anybody. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, we all listen to love songs. Honestly, if you listen to gospel music, there's not really anything about relationships. So if you go to love songs, that's like a guidebook because people have been singing about their own relationships and what they went through. So... I think it was great that you went there because a lot of people can relate to it, um, Christian or not. And yeah. you also had some poetry in the book as well. You, you threw some poetry in there as well, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the things that I wrote was "Learn to Be," and that that particular one was about my life and you know, what I was told in a relationship, the abusive things that I heard, and then my response to what I, I was told. And and then being on the other side of it. And, and if you don't mind, I would love to read that. Okay, that would be great. Fantastic. So the book, uh, it's, the title is called Learn to Be. It says, I was strong, but you told me it was better to be timid and meek. I learned to cower to make you comfortable. I, I was smart, but you told me it's better to hide my intelligence because it's unattractive in a woman. I learned how to silence my mind and my tongue. I was joyous, but you told me not to laugh so loudly or smile so brightly. You bring attention to yourself. I learned to be somber. I was 
I was kind. But you told me to stop being so open and acting naively in a poor world aside. No one would believe you're genuine anyway. I learned to be suspicious and guarded. I was ambitious. But you told me it was wrong to seek personal success. Only self-setting people wanted to succeed. Good people put their ambitions aside. I learned to be a doormat. But then I learned you were afraid of my intelligence. My strength, my joy, my kindness, and my drive. Like brilliant light, it outshines the darkness and shadows of your fears, your failure, and your insecurity. I learned to be me again, and to be fully me. And by doing so, I'll change the pattern and path of what others learn to be. Wow. I think a lot of people can connect with that through just different relationships how how you've been treated in those relationships and how you how you feel like you have to be under that and to be able to break free and to just really find yourself like that's the that's the goal so that's 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 good stuff and to be very honest Irene one of the things that I think as Christians we really do need to break free of again religious patterns mm. and, and we understand the heart of God for us his heart for his children is that we love one another in fact if you look at scripture it Jesus said that by this will men know that you are his that you love God it's your love one for another and if we don't come to a place where we recognize that my my husband is my brother in Christ, but my sister or my spouse is my sister in Christ, and my children are my brother or sister in Christ. We recognize that, and we're completely missing the point. And marriage is supposed to, in relationships, but marriage in particular is supposed to reflect the love of God for His church. Yes. And so we have to master our relationship so we can really honor God and stand accountable um, with joy for how we've treated one another. That's so important. And that's why I really want love conversations to get out there and that people will read it and really start to reflect deeply and have the conversations they need for a healthy life. Okay, so we're in a pandemic right now. Um, Things are pretty crazy right now um so what are your thoughts on love and what love what love's gonna look like or what love looks like right now is there um is there any difference than pre-pandemic to now and like how do you think that we're gonna be moving and doing things when it comes to love yeah i've uh had a few conversations with uh, people that I know that are counselors or, or ministers and you know it's it's really sad there's a lot of people that you know they're married and now they're in the new situation of sheltering in place and, and the truth is that they live their life with so many distractions that they have not had um, the opportunity or even desire to spend time with their spouse and now that they're in the situation now with no distractions they're really getting to know who they've selected 
and um, you know, a lot of people are at the place that they're talking about divorce as soon as the pandemic is over, wow. and 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 that's that's a really hard place to be in, um, and and so I think in a lot of cases, um, people are coming to a decision that their relationships are going to end. Now, with that said, I think that if they use the time wisely, you know, if we, if we look at our relationships wisely, we can look at why we made the choices we made. We made, as my friend would say, an intelligent choice. It was our decision to marry that person. And so running away um, isn't the best solution. I think that this time could actually be used to help you see why you chose the way you chose and, and for you guys to, or, you know, the husband and wife to come together and make, uh, you know, better decisions and, and really deal with what's going on in their relationship. I, I also think that the new standard, though, will be, you know, can I be in quarantine with this person, right? Mm. <laughs> I don't, you know, I really, you think about it, like, yeah. if you're stuck with this person for a month on end, months on end, can I stand to be with this person? And uh, it won't necessarily be how cute they are, how much money they have, because when you're inside the house, how cute they are, how much money they have won't really matter. It'll come down to their character and uh, will they stick with you through thick and thin. I think that's going to be one big change. That sounds good. That kind of goes with my next question. Like during this pandemic now, do you have any advice for singles or people that are still looking to date at this time? Oh, I'm so glad you asked this question. There's there's a section in my book that talks. It's called Silence of Healing, and you know, in this in that sense, it talked about what I dealt with after the divorce, and and after all of the busyness of my life was over or was set aside and I there was nothing else to distract me I had to deal with me and I'm telling you when you when you get to that place single um, single people when you get to that place when you set the phone down put the TV aside no computer all of that you can get down to what's really going on in your heart and you know if there's areas of healing that you need to deal with between you and God go ahead and deal with those things and, you know, if there's something you really want in life, write those things down um, and then make a decision about what's important to you versus what people are just offering you. So when you come out of this pandemic, you can be focused on healing yourself and then you can be focused on what really is important to you. So when you hook up with anybody, meaning marrying them or, you know, and dating them, you are making a decision based upon what's really valuable. And I think that that's going to put you in the best place as it relates to relationships going forward. I think I think this time actually is a powerful time yes. um, for people playing on and, and looking to date. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, what you're saying is kind of like what I was thinking is uh, probably don't don't try to focus on dating right now, but focus on you and like you said, focus on you and what you want and where you need to heal and just reflect on you and just spend time with God. I think that that's that's some good some good stuff. So 
It's been a great talking with you. Great conversation. The book is great. And we want to connect with you. So how can we connect with you concerning the book? Or do you have any social media or websites or anything you would like to share with us? Oh, yes. I'm, um, well, my website is sylvialdaniels.com. Uh, and there, there is actually links to my social media. So that's a good way to reach me. There's also a contact me page on my website. My book is on Amazon and Kindle. It's available that way. If you want a signed copy, you can also uh, purchase it on our web on my website, sylvialdaniels.com. And I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as Pinterest. So those are ways you can reach out. Okay, that sounds great. Thank you so much for your time. Love conversations with Sylvia L. Daniels. What's your new last name? <laughs> I am Sylvia L. Daniels Ray. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. As my husband said, I am Sylvia Ray. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sylvia. Thank you so much. A really, really great time talking with you. You Love too. Again.